Shalom from the Galilee. Today, I want to investigate with you if there is an invisible world around us. Do you think there is another dimension? A world that we don't see that is influencing us? Because if there is, that changes everything. I'm Jennifer Guetta, and I'm a biblical archaeologist who believes in the supernatural. I studied at Leiden University and Tel Aviv University and worked for 10 years on the excavations of Megiddo in Israel, also known as Armageddon. I'm speaking to you from the shores of the Sea of Galilee, the same place where Jesus, Yeshua, walked and talked. It is amazing to be here and to talk on my new podcast, The Ostrak Podcast. In this podcast, we will be discovering the secrets of the supernatural. As a scientist and archaeologist, I hope to show you there is much more out there than we think, and understanding it is important so we can live in victory. Today, I'm going to start out with you with the most basic question of all. Is there a world we don't see? According to the Bible, there is an invisible realm. The Bible says, according to 2 Corinthians 4.18, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This means that the Bible certainly says it, that there is an invisible world. And actually it says that the invisible things last longer, than the physical world. Hmm, that makes it very important to understand. It is extremely important that we understand the world around us so that we can make the right decisions about our lives, live in victory, and make right interpretations about the past, the present, and the future. My question to you is, do you believe there is more out there than what we see? In this world, there are people who believe in something or people in nothing. And then there is the large group of people in the middle who just don't know. Most people will actually say, well, there's something out there, but I don't understand it. I call it the belief of somethingness. That really is where I was more than 10 years ago. As a scientist, I used to not believe either. I believed in somethingness. I knew there was more out there, but thought it was so elusive and abstract that I stayed away from thinking about it too much because I just didn't have the answers. Until one day, everything changed. In 2012, I had a supernatural experience with the spirit realm, and that changed my life and interpretations completely. I wrote a book about it called Awestruck by Glory, and you can order it online and find it in any, any online stores. For me, I always knew in my heart, in my heart there was more. I knew I should stay away from evil and the occult. The problem was not that I wasn't careful. The problem was evil didn't stay away from me and deceived me. I knew there was something called God out there somewhere, but I thought he was very far away and elusive, and I didn't know how real he was. And I didn't spend much time trying to figure it out because I was busy with the physical world. Because I didn't know my context, my real surrounding, deception was able to come in and evil tried to take control. I don't like to talk about these spiritual things either, but they are necessary to understand the world we live in. 
The problem is that when we talk about it, it brings fear to some people, and they don't want to deal with it. Now, I do not want to make you scared at all. Do not fear. But this is necessary to go through so you can understand and get a real stronghold and know the truth and live in victory. Anyway, science wants to tell us there is only a physical world and that belief that the belief that there is more out there is naive. But is this really the truth or could it be the other way around? Is it really true that what you see is all there is or could we be affected by something that we don't see? Science wants to tell us that it is wrong to combine the physical and the spiritual because it influences our interpretations. But what if not combining it keeps us away from knowing the truth about our environment? If there is a real truth out there, shouldn't that be explained too? Science doesn't want us, want us to mix the invisible realm because it says it's not scientific or objective. But actually, If we know there's something out there, then how can we make a proper interpretation about the past and the world around us? We need to know our own context. It's important. Otherwise, we will be influenced by some things. Anyway, things we don't see are often classified as religion or a cult. However, religions are actually just man's interpretation of the invisible realm and making all kinds of theories and rituals around it for protection. Today, we are not going to talk about all those interpretations and religions, but we are going to just answer one question. Is there something out there? Yes or no? In the next podcast, we'll be studying different interpretations made by man. One of the reasons it is so important to understand the world around us is that it affects the entire way we study the past, relate to the present, and make interpretations of the future. In archaeology, we say that the best way to study a culture of the past is by understanding the context around it. I have always learned that to make good interpretations, we need to understand the context of a society, what is going on around it. What is influencing it? Once you know the context, then you can go back and unravel the rest. So this is my question. What is our context? And could it be different than what we thought? To understand our own context, we have to find out if there first is an invisible world around us. But knowing our context is the hardest because there's just a lot of theories out there. So instead of studying all these different theories, let's look at what is really happening. Most people have experienced something strange throughout their life. All over the world, people have experiences with the unseen realm. Christians call it the supernatural. Most non-believers call it the paranormal. People have had good or bad experiences. Millions of people all over the world have experienced supernatural things, whether in a dark way or in a good way. These stories are witnesses. A witness is something who gives someone who gives an evidence in a court, someone who sees an event and gives proof and evidence it happened, an attestation to a fact. These witnesses have many types of supernatural experience and it's not all good, and therefore we do have to be careful. I warn you here from the beginning. 
don't go looking after those experiences. Don't go looking for them. That is very dangerous because you do not understand it. But I am going just to list a few to make a point that there is more. And if you don't understand it, don't go into it. Have you ever experienced something? There are people all over the world who have experienced something. Have you ever awoken up at night, for example, and felt a presence nearby or seen something that wasn't supposed to be there? Have you ever heard a noise that wasn't supposed to be there? Have you felt a presence in your room choking you or coming upon you? Some people have felt good things with light coming into their room, and some people have unexplainable things, really bad things happen to them where they cannot move or cannot uh, scream or or they feel attacked. Or perhaps you have felt your soul going out of your body. Everywhere all over the world, people are experiencing such things. And what do most people do when they have had these experiences? Well, most people, they don't doubt that they had it. They know it's very real. But it's so mysterious and elusive that, however, as time goes by, they force themselves to forget so that people don't think they're crazy. Usually, these experiences scare them a lot, so they stop talking about it and just hope it goes away. They don't want that because they're thinking, they're afraid that people will think they're crazy. Many people have had these experiences also just call it superstition and dismiss it. And they just want to just dismiss it and say it's nothing. Then there are many people all over the world who also, they experience it and they turn it into a ritual or hoping it'll go away with some kind of ritual. Or they turn to religion to try to control it. Some people go to a psychologist. However, they, the psychologists have been trained not to believe in it. And they end up on medication to subdue it and make them believe it was all their own thing or fill their mind with more drugs to forget whatever happened. Also a dangerous thing. Some people, they just start accepting that the spiritual, even if they don't understand it, and, and that is also a very dangerous situation. So it's important to understand what's going on. Today, we are going to ask ourselves five questions. One, what are people actually experiencing? Two, is there any credibility to their stories? Three, are they all just going through some unexplainable physical things, some psychology? Four, are their experience coming from within or are they coming from without? And five, are there visible patterns in their experiences? So let's start with question number one. What are people experiencing? I'm not saying that everything's real. I'm just establishing that there are people all over the world who had an experience, whether good or bad. The amount of witnesses shows that there is more out there. Number one, let's, there are people all over the world having near-death experiences. In 1982, a Gallup poll reported that 8 million people have had near-death experiences, according to the New York Times. Since then, studies in Germany and U.S. have shown that 4.2% of the population has had a near-death experience. That's one out of 25 people. You can read about it more in the book Imagine Heaven from John Burke in 2000, from 2015. 
A near-death experience is an experience where actually the body, the soul goes out of the body and they are after they are dead and then they have an experience and they come back. Talking about out-of-body experiences, many, many people all over the world have had just out-of-body experience where their soul leaves their body or floats around and sees them from somehow. And it happened to me once as a young adult. I remember that I was once, when I was about 18 years old, I was sleeping in my room upstairs with my eyes half open. I could see the mirror and I saw my my body on my bed and I saw my soul floating above it. It scared me completely and I forced myself back in and tried to forget the entire experience because I didn't understand it. All over the world, another thing is happening. There are miracles happening, and they are very real. People doubt them, but that is uh, just because we cannot believe in them. But they are very, very real because I personally have seen even legs grow on after people have prayed for them. And there are healings happening, major healings, people being healed from cancer, people being healed from out of walking out of wheelchairs, And these cannot happen just by themselves. They are happening in a miraculous way, and they are showing that the matter, the actual matter of things has changed. Another supernatural thing that's happening all over the world is people seeing shadows. Uh, Some people call those dead people or ghosts. And in, in 2019, there was a poll of that says that 20% of the people in America actually believe in uh, these ghosts. And uh, another 25% say they probably exist. But I know many, many people, that whether they are believing in something or not, they are seeing some kind of shadows or dark experience or, or, or people that they feel in certain places. Uh, sometimes they just feel a presence nearby a good one or a bad one. It's hard to say. Another thing that's happening is there's people that have experiences with spirits that call themselves guides. And they come in and they ask them to be guides. And they feel, they actually feel it's a physical feeling and a rush that comes and changes their life. And it's a I know it to be a very dangerous thing. And uh, many people are hearing it, are experiencing it. Another thing that is happening is that people all over the world uh, sometimes hear a voice from outside of their body, and it speaks to them very directly and tells them what to do or tells them, give them some direction. There's also people all over the world that have experience with angels. There's hundreds of them uh, that you can find. Sometimes they just hear the angels. Sometimes they see the angels. Sometimes the angel speaks to them and tells them something. Sometimes they're good angels, sometimes they're bad angels. And there's even lots of stories of new religions all starting out with people hearing from angels. And there are thousands of stories all over the world about demons in every culture. In every religion, actually, there's these stories. They all have different names. You know, there's jinns and there's, there's, they all have different names in different societies of uh, demons, experiences with demons. Another thing that is happening all over the world 
is there are people that feel they are being attacked at night by some kind of energy force or some darkness. These are not just stories of people having dreams. These are real feelings of people that feel that there is a presence nearby in their room and that isn't good. Sometimes it just comes around them or, or around them and they, are, and they feel that. Sometimes they even feel that presence coming over them or wanting to go in. And sometimes there's also people that cannot move at all, that they feel like they are being choked by this presence and they cannot sleep or they can hear, they cannot move, they cannot say, and they are just, they can't move, but they hear and see things and they know that it's coming from somewhere, not from themselves. These are things that people are experiencing, and there is some also some very dark experiences with it where they even feel like they're being harassed sexually. These are all kinds of new age things, and there's other paranormal experiences that people have had when, for example, they play Ouija boards, they see things moving, or they feel things in the air, a uh, very dangerous thing to do. But uh, there's people that have played that and they have, it has changed their life forever because that's where something happened that they did not understand. There's also people that see things that happen in the future on certain locations. They have like a flash of something that happens. Uh, this happens all over the world. And then there is people that have strange dreams and nightmares that they cannot explain that just come from somewhere. These are lots of stories, for example, among the Indians and the Aboriginals. But did you know there is also dreams, good dreams of Jesus being coming all over the world to people? All over the world, in, every, in many, many different countries, people have dreams of Jesus and they see him coming in white to him. And then he says, follow me. And they're willing when they have had this dream to give up everything. It is so real to them. They give up their entire life and they follow him and even risk their family. And it often happens like in uh, countries where it's not accepted. And they give up everything for him, and they know it's real. Those are amazing experiences. And there are lots and lots more experiences, especially people that uh, have also experienced good things, that have ex felt like the glory of God coming over them, that they have felt, seen visions and dreams of, of God and of, of glory. There's people everywhere all over the world experiencing this. And there is another thing which is very important, and this is called time. Time can show us there is more out there, and there are spiritual things happening with time. One of these things is what I call the repeated number phenomena. People see the repeated number flashing all around them. The most famous one is the 1111 time phenomena. And many people have experienced it. They'll see a number repeated on their phone or on their uh, all their surroundings, and it just comes back to them, flashing exp uh, towards them, and they cannot explain it. So there are a lot of things which people are experiencing all over the world, good and bad. And to understand it, what's going on, we have to be able to explain all these things. So number two, the question is, is there any credibility to their stories?
Some people say it happens because people are just on drugs. Others say they are, it's just their brain and there's something wrong with them. However, these things are not happening to a specific group. They are happening to people all over the world. There are people in China who are experiencing the same kind of things as the people in South America and Africa and the West and vice versa. These are occurrences that happen everywhere and it's not just people that are on drugs or people that are uh, in a specific group. There are often very normal, healthy people experiencing these things. Now, yes, there are few people who are who experience it more, people that go into these things or people that are on drugs, they get in touch with this and they explain it more. But it's not just the experiences. So many people will also say there is something which coming from outside. So the question number three is, are they just going through some explainable psychology? Is it all in the brain? Even if some of the experiences are from the brain, we cannot just discard all these experiences and say they are psychological because the experiences can come very sudden, unexpected, and often have nothing to do with what is happening around them. Scientists often say, yeah, it's just psychology. But those that have experienced it will definitely disagree because many times they know it comes from the outside. If you look at each of these experiences individually, you will find an explanation for some of them, but I'm asking you to look at all of them at the same time. There are simply too many things happening, and it cannot just be our mind making this up. So question number four is, are these experiences coming from within us or from without? Some of the experiences are from the inside, but also many come from the outside. For example, the people that hear voices. And there is people that see things moving and legs growing. Now, I would definitely classify that as coming from the outside. When miracles happen, when legs grow, when people step out of wheelchairs, when we see objects moving, it is not just our psychology. It is matter that changes, and that changes everything. Now, interestingly, in Africa, many South American countries, people know these things are real. And the question is, is it coming from outside our bodies? Or is it just, are they just playing with us? Or are we just being superstitious? Or are we deceived into thinking it's psychology and how our brain works? Here in the West, many people have suggested, it's just the power of suggestion and what we see will be. But what happens when matter changes and miracles happen. And so there has to be more out there. Question number five is, are there visible patterns among these experiences? Well, let's look at it. Number one, it's happening all over the world. Number two, they're happening repeatedly to people here, but also repeatedly throughout different ages, throughout time, in the past, in the present, and throughout different countries. And interestingly, there's something familiar to all their stories, something that makes people believe that there is a repetition that because of the repetition, it cannot be coincidence. And that's when things start to change because when we start to see patterns in those random events, 
we know it cannot be coincidence. And it is when people start seeing that pattern, they realize that it's an outside occurrence, that people know that there is more out there. When the experience is repeated or they hear that other people are experiencing the same thing or when they physically feel the force from outside. When this happens, we realize it's not our psychology or our own and we are suddenly shaken by a new reality. It's often frightening because it changes our own context, our own, relig- our own reality, and everything we thought was true around us changes, and we cannot control it. The first thing that happened to me was understanding that coincidence didn't exist, and I started seeing, seeing patterns in the supernatural things that were going on around us. It was not a coincidence, and I knew that that was happening from outside and not from within. Let me read to you from my book, page 74 from the book Awestruck by Glory, which you can get online or anywhere in many places uh, on online stores. And I'm going to read to you from page 74 after we were being attacked by the spirit realm. And it says... Our bodies were exhausted. In our hearts, we knew something was very wrong, but we did not know what to do. Something started nagging at the edge of our consciousness. We became aware of the forces at work in our lives and knew that what we experienced could not possibly be coincidence. It was a hard awakening. An archaeologist, a scientist forced to admit that many things happening around her were influenced by the spirit world. I'd always believed that the universe was, on, was built on coincidence. Darwin's theory introduced chance as the explanation for our existence. Along that line, much of the scientific world had lost faith in a God who orders and plans everything, and the general public had followed suit. The idea that there was something greater out there influencing us was terrifying. We as humans were no longer the top of the food chain, The knowledge that that was something manipulating us, our thoughts and dreams, was even more frightening. I wanted to go back and believe that there was nothing out there influencing me, but my eyes had been opened. I had to admit, the spirit realm was very real and it had a conscience of its own. So for me, the crucial thing to start believing was to really see that there was no coincidences, that this was a pattern that was repeating itself from outside of me that was going on around me, that there was some kind of order in the things that were happening and that it had its own conscience and it was thinking for itself. And that was truly terrifying for me at the beginning, I can tell you. And I tried to make myself believe in other things to try to think, but I had to be realistic. I had to realize that there was something out there influencing me. And then what happens when you do that? You actually, you you lose control because you no longer can rely only on science. And you have to be realistic and understand there is something out there. To conclude, all these things together show that there has to be an invisible world out there. 
Whether we like it or not, we are not alone. There is something around us giving us all these experiences. There is something we don't see, and we don't know if it's good or bad, and it's not always friendly. The idea is overwhelming for most people, especially in the West, where we have learned to be objective by pretending the invisible world doesn't exist. It's easier to pretend it doesn't exist than to deal with the insecurity of the unknown. But pretending it doesn't exist is very dangerous and naive, and it perceives our it deceives our perception of the world which we in which we live, and allows actually the other side to influence us, even when we don't know it. Despite all these witnesses that I have mentioned, all these stories, the spirit realm is poorly understood by scientists because it's so elusive. Scientists say that belief in the paranormal or the supernatural is actually a flight and escape from reality or a way to protect ourselves from the unexplained phenomena. They claim that we made it up because we are afraid to lose control. We create ghosts, they say, because we don't like believing that the universe is random. However, the truth is actually the other way around. The paranormal and supernatural exists, and we don't have an explanation. So it's easier to say there is nothing, because otherwise we have to admit there is more out there, and we are no longer in control. Scientists think that people who believe in something are just latching onto something for strength and protection. Well, it does. But it takes more strength to believe in the truth than there is something that there is something than that there isn't. It is not weak to believe. It is naive not to believe. Truthfully, if science wants to do real science, they cannot separate the physical and the spiritual world because otherwise we get distorted ideas about what is around us and we have no idea what's influencing us. We must realize that our interpretations of the past, the present and the future must be based on both. I want to challenge you to think about that one or more time when you have experienced something. Don't run away and try to figure out what it was. Maybe you have put it away as unreal. Maybe you were frightened. Maybe it's so vague that you don't want to go there. We don't understand it. But the truth is, you know that there is something there. So stop pretending it doesn't exist. I know it feels safer, but it is not reality. We have just established that it is real, that there is an invisible world influencing us, and that means you have just gone from a nothingness to somethingness. Now we have to just figure out what this invisible world is all about, what we do need to stay away from and what not, so we won't be deceived, and that our beliefs align with what we believe and also in the physical and the spiritual world. Remember the scene out of The Matrix where Morpheus offers Neo a blue pill or a red pill? Well, the blue pill is to keep sleeping and pretend there is nothing, making up your own belief. The red pill is to face reality and know what is really going on. Choosing it is your own free will. But once you choose, there's no way back. Because when you know, you know, and your eyes are open to another dimension around you, 
similar to the matrix. And you cannot go back not knowing. <laughs> so what will you do? What will you choose? In my next podcast, we will try and study what it could be and what interpretations people have made about the spirit realm and what has resulted out of it. Basically, more the interpretations about how it really works. And I invite you to think about it in the meantime. Think about your own experiences and think about the things happening in the world around you. This is Jennifer Guetak here, coming from the Galilee, and I hope that this podcast blessed you and that it helped you to think for the things that are around you. And if you want to know more about my book, Awestruck by Glory, you can find it online on many online stores, Amazon, any other online stores, and also on my website, awestruckbyglory.com. You'll also find a lot of information there about the secrets of the spirit realm, all different kinds of experiences that people have had, that people are experiencing now, and how I interpret those things. So if you want to know more, just go to the website. Many blessings to you, and I hope to see you here again. Bye.